Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on everyone and welcome to r slash pro revenge. Now in today's revenge video, I've got a couple of fantastic stories for you. Now the first one, I know what you're thinking looking at the title. It sounds a bit extreme. Trust me, the kids are absolutely fine. They weren't really taken. They were just moved to a much better place away from their entitled parents. So uh, yeah, YouTube, if you're watching, please don't demonetize this video. Trust me, the kids are fine. They're absolutely safe. It's a great story. But quickly, guys, before we jump into that, we are now under 5,000 subscribers away from 600k. Gaining so many subs recently is pretty insane. If you are new around here, help me get to that massive milestone as quickly as possible. All you got to do is hit a button and you can always, you know, unsubscribe once we get 600k. It's up to you, but I guarantee you'll like the content nonetheless. So anyway, thanks for doing that. Let's get into the story. Neighbors steal our dog. We take their kids. This happened when I was around 12 or 13 years old, so the details might be a little skewed. Most of my childhood, the house right next to ours had been condemned and abandoned. The property owners were willing to sell the land for $200 only. That's how bad it was. My family didn't buy it because the land tax in our area is high because we are a school of choice. Eventually though, someone bought it and threw a manufactured home on it to replace the condemned home. Soon, a nice old man moved in next door, and we didn't pay too close attention because he kept himself to himself. That was until his daughter moved in with him. Soon, our quiet little neighborhood turned into an episode of White Trash in Trouble. The daughter would fight with her spouse about every little thing and keep my family, along with our neighbors, up half the night. Their kids were the worst part of all. We never knew how many kids lived in that house because so many different children and adults were in and out of there all the time. Me and my siblings tried to become friends with them because there are not too many kids our age in town. We ended up being more of their babysitters than just a friendly neighborhood kid. They would come over to our house and each of my siblings had a group of kids, three to four each, to watch over. These kids would walk in uninvited into our house while we would play with their sibling in the yard. Then steal toys and games from our rooms. Honestly, they stole stuff from all over our house, but this was the main areas. They would either take it for themselves or throw it in our backyard river. They did that a lot if we made them mad for taking back our stuff. They would constantly run in and out of the house, even if no one was with them. They would steal all of the fruit in the basket my mum left out for us. My mum, though, didn't kick them out immediately because she never wanted to deny a kid food if they need it. My mum did, though, confront the parents about their behaviour and their three-year-old son called her a female dog. The parents refused to apologise for their behaviour, saying stuff like, If you loved it so much, you wouldn't have let them take it. Or, Don't parent my kids. One thing that they would specifically do with me is they pulled on my hair all the time. I'm a tomboy and they would just call me a boy in a wig because girls can't play with skateboards, girls can't play with ninja action figures or any other gender stereotype. They would constantly bombard me because they truly didn't know girls were allowed to play with anything they wanted. One of their heavier children stole my skateboard and jumped on it, breaking it in half. Similar to that, so no head fine. Then they said I shouldn't have been playing with one anyway. 
There are plenty more examples, but I think you get the points. You know what, guys? I love that vine so much. I'm just going to put it in right now because it is so amazing. The neighbors decided that because our house was nicer, they had permission to run an electrical line from our backyard and plug it into their house, which in itself is a bad thing, but they then decided to run off our electric bill to triple the cost of our original. We were lower middle class slash below the poverty level, so we couldn't afford that kind of bill. The rule in our house is if you're not using it, it is turned off. That's why my parents were awfully surprised to see an $800 electric bill. Eventually, a person from our electric company came out to our house to see just what was happening. They found an extension cord running to their house. The electrician, though, simply unplugged it, then warned the neighbors of the legal reasons why they can't do that. Then said that should be the end of the problem. My mum politely but sternly went over to the neighbors and said that this was not okay. The neighbor had a small adult tantrum about it and cussed my mum out, but eventually came back into her home. My mum was obviously not pleased with their behavior, but tried not to escalate the situation any further. But our neighbors tried one or two more times to run the line from our house to theirs. They would move it at night so we wouldn't see them move it. Each time we would unplug it. They would then cuss us out and send their kids over to destroy something else in our home. Eventually, my mum straight up told them that if they or their kids come on our property again, she would call the police and press charges. We could still be friends with their kids, but they weren't allowed on our land. They decided that because we won't let them use our electricity, that the next best option was to steal our dog from the backyard and claim our dog attacked their kids, even though our dog was harmless and cowers at everything due to bad owners before us. I'm guessing because our dog liked to rip her tags off a lot that the neighbors said she was a stray that attacked them. The pound came and took our popo away. By the time my brothers and I came home, she was already gone. We just assumed that she'd run off to our grandmothers who lived down the street. She would do this often because my grandma spoils her. When my parents came home, they lost it, learning our dog was missing. We obviously looked for her, but couldn't find her. After two days, we went and found her at the dog pound. The officer there said it was obvious that our dog didn't hurt their kids, but they still had to take her in for an evaluation. My parents actually had to spend 200 bucks to get her out. The pound then told us why the dog was taken, and my mum said enough was enough. So, now for the revenge. When my mum got home, she sent my little brother over to their house to play with their kids. He was still friends with some of them at the time. My brother, though, became a little spy that day. His job was to look around their house and report anything that could be suspicious. We learned from him that they were sitting three kids to a twin bed. The entire house was cramped and dirty. The old man that lived there was hardly home because he couldn't stand his adult daughter that lived there, but he didn't want to evict her from the home and leave his grandkids homeless. All around, the kids were being neglected. Now, with the information my brother gathered, my mum called CPS, of course, Child Protective Services, at home. Within the month, all of the children, minus one, who the old man cared for, were removed from our neighbor's home. While I agree the foster system is bad, it was definitely better than what they were going through in that house. The mother of the children started to fight with the old man, her father, about everything, because her kids were no longer there as a distraction. The old man was to be her next victim. The old man eventually was fed up with her and kicked her out of the home. Now, all that was left in the home was the old man and the grandson he was fostering. They are actually both very kind and amazing neighbors. Well, yeah, that seems like pretty uh, justifiable revenge if you ask me. If someone steals your dog, just take their kids. 
no but uh seriously what you did there or your whole family did there op was pretty cool to be honest i mean these sounds like the neighbors from hell i mean can you imagine living next to this them coming around to your house all day uninvited just going inside stealing all your stuff from your bedrooms the lack of privacy there is unbelievable um yeah crazy stuff and ultimately you did the right thing because you know think of the lives that you've improved by actually calling cps on these on these horrible parents you've improved all the kids life probably because they're now either living at you know the same house with the with the dad who's a lovely bloke whose life you've obviously also improved massively and all the ones that have gone on to you know other foster parents foster homes they're probably in a much better position now it's clear what you said though like i don't think the kids were actually the problem in this whole story it was just that entitled mum, dad couple whatever because i think you've seen it you know the fact that a kid can still remain with his grandson in that old in the whole in the same house shows that you know they're both nice people they get along fine it was just the parents that were the horrible people and yeah it's likely the same thing will happen with the other kids that have gone on to you know their own foster home so um i wish them all the best of luck as for the entitled parents nah they can do one hope they uh go to prison and die ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now moving on to our next post. Evict me in Russia? Tenant evicts you. A couple renting a two-bedroom apartment subletted me one of the rooms month to month. I mentioned in the initial interview that I had done legal work in a housing clinic. Now, this is important for later. It all started off great. Didn't talk to them much, just worked, came home, and loafed in my room. I literally used the living room once. I cleaned all dishes immediately after use. I'm confident that I'm a model tenant. All my prior roommates say so. This kind of confidence proves very useful when it turns out you are living with gaslighting nutbags. They slowly started losing it about every little thing. Forgot to flush the toilet once, they threw it in my face in every argument for the rest of my tenancy. Okay, not literally, okay? I was was a little bit worried there. Anyway, watch Walking Dead with my brother, like 6 to 8 p.m. at reasonable volume. They lost it about noise and advance notice for guests, despite no prior discussion of said notice. They also accused me of stealing their frozen goods. One time, I cooked an entire meal while the girlfriend was in the living room watching a movie with her shoulders hiked up so high they might have been earrings. I ignored it until I had to take my meal and leave and I couldn't remember whether the light had been on when I entered. I already knew I was effed. I guessed that it had been off, so I turned it back off. She charged at me, screaming, Excuse me? I literally hid behind my bowl of spaghetti marinara. We locked eyes in silence as she huffed and puffed like a tapatio pooper. You want the lights on? Yes. Flick and I leave in silence. These complaints were all accompanied with F-bombs and personal attacks. I honestly expected more integrity from a lawyer. Can't fix stupid and always assume bad faith on my part. Disputes were only ever communicated over text, even when I asked for verbal discussion as a more human medium. It was clear to me that undiagnosed mental struggles were at play. I'd guess narcissism for him, anxiety disorder for her. 
I'd always try to lower the decibel to find something I could accept responsibility for even when there wasn't anything. But I emphasized that I'd really appreciate more manners and that roommate situations can really just fly off the handle and suck for everyone if people aren't careful about how they communicate. So can you please find a more constructive way to communicate such as XYZ, etc.? I know this from experience. Again, housing clinic. The last time, I explained that they clearly struggle with confrontation, whereas I live and work in it. And this is going to be worse for them than if we flip the switch they are trying to flip. Nothing doing. Finally, one day, my bestie came over. To be nice, we watched TV shows, but in my room, quietly, with the laptop's native speakers. We fell asleep on accident at around 11pm on a Friday. The next day, we got dim sum. Dropped off leftovers on the counter, didn't refrigerate it to avoid dehydrating. We came back to a note saying, this has been sitting out for three hours. Ignored it, grabbed the food and headed out to go camping. I got an absolute bomb of texts saying that we had made raucous noise the night before, whilst also dropping F-bombs. The property manager told me they complained to her, but that she didn't care. It's a Friday after all. Finally, I put my foot down a little more firmly and said something like, I never agree to guest stuff. We made no noise and I don't take orders from you. I have civil discussions. Let me know if you are available for one of those. I came back to an eviction notice on my door though. Waves of what the Fs washed over me. These dumb Fs were so out of control that they waltzed butt backwards into my literal courts. The switch flips. I start finding constant, humiliating, and unfixable complaints to raise with them. The girlfriend had long hair. I found it in the microwave. I sent a picture to the group chat. Refrigerator, sent to the group chat. Toothbrush area, group chat. I said that this is freaking unsanitary and disgusting and a liability for landlords. And she needs to find a one bedroom somewhere if she can't stop living like a pig. I honestly don't give a F. And she has zero control over her hair. But well, welcome to getting harassed with unreasonable BS. In fact, they point this out and I walk all over it. They try to have someone over to look at my room. I wait until the visitor arrives to announce my right to 48 hours notice. They stop spending any time outside their room at all. I start spending lots of time in the common area, cooking stinky fish and using the living room. They cut off my internet, which did throw me until I realized I still had access to my old co-op's Xfinity wireless. The manager at this point let slip that they've been going through subtenants like burner phones for the last five years. Finally, the last day of the eviction notice arrives after several days of reminder texts. They come home to find a thoughtful letter explaining that our town passed a just cause eviction requirement four months ago. This is actually true. You can't write this stuff and they don't have one. So I'm going nowhere. Moreover, the new law attaches triple damages and criminal liability for violations. Also true. And I'm going to give them the big black diddly. I heard the boyfriend laugh out loud to the wall at flute pitch. At this point, they stopped texting me at all, as the reality sunk in that they'd spent a month sending me buckets of jury ammunition like complete morons. I got a VM from a mediator who told me three times in one call that they above all did not want me to sue them. I deleted it. Then, I kid you not, they literally moved out of the house, stopped living there, and throughout all of this, I've effectively compartmentalized this whole area of my life and I'm happily overachieving at my job, having planned all this out at the beginning of the month. 
Eventually, my fellowship ended and I left of my own volition. I got a full deposit back too. Now, I never actually did sue because who has time for that? But I was happy to let the specter of a suit haunt those anxious sadists for years. To quote Cartman, don't F me. Wow, very interesting story there. You know what? I like what you did, OP, and I like that you didn't go overboard with it all, but I'm just, I'm left wanting a little bit more, you know? I feel like this revenge could have gone more. You could have, I don't know, tried to actually, you know, get some money out of them or get some free rent for a period of time or whatever. I don't know. But I I think that, you know, what you said about not wanting to sue because, you know, who really wants to go through all of that? I imagine that would be an absolute, like, yeah, just loads of effort and you probably wouldn't have actually achieved much anyway for you personally. Yes, it may have, you know, put them down a rung in the you know the ladder of life but really what's the point of that it doesn't affect you so i get your point i just you know as a fan of of revenge and quite strong revenge i would have liked to see a little bit more guys let me know in the comments do you do you agree with me would you like to see op use their you know legal knowledge a little bit more to really push this couple down into the ground where they belong or do you reckon they you know they just they just did enough to get them to move out is pretty pretty cool to be fair let me know down below guys what do you think Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash pro revenge. It's good to be back on the revenge subreddit because, you know, honestly, these stories, I'll be honest, are sometimes unrivaled. If you do want more right away from this subreddit, then I've got a playlist of all my revenge videos right here for you to, you know, binge, just enjoy, tickle, do whatever you want with this playlist. It's up to you. It's your playlist. I'm handing it to you. Go on and take it. If you are new to my channel, as I said at the start of the video, please make sure you are subscribed. If you've watched this much of the video, guys, and you're not subscribed, then really, what are you doing? You know, seriously, so close to 600k would mean a lot. And yeah, I'll see you guys all tomorrow with a brand new upload. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.